Utah's network. Hi, this is Derek Trek from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Altar of War, brought to you by Masters of the Forge. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 26 of Masters of the Forge, Altar of War. My name is Adam, and I'm here with Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, how's it going? Uh, the last time you were here was when we were trying out the Adeptus Mechanicus, I think. Yes. And that was a fun game. This game is going to be trying out the new Chaos Space Marines Codex and some of the new units. Um, Dave's going to be playing those. Now, what's yep. your Legion, Dave? Uh, I'm playing the Night Lords. Night Lords! Night Lords! Awesome. Loving yeah. it. Um, and, uh, I will be playing the Drukari. Uh, we were, we were tossing around the idea. Okay. Do I play Drukari? Do I play Astra Militarum? Like you're coming after, after me to enslave the Astra Militarum. But I thought, actually, we both thought that like the Drukari and the Night Lords fighting over, uh, some poor unfortunate souls would be a more interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I thought that would be that would be really cool. So we have a custom scenario. It's going to be, we're going to be playing it matched play rules because we're trying out the new codex, but it's a narrative mission. So the mission is called Unfortunate Souls. It's going to be available on the Masters of the Forge website. Um, it's uh, the deployment map. So here's the interesting with the deployment map. It's the, it's small triangles. So the deployment zone line is drawn from the center of one battlefield edge to the center of another battlefield edge. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, um, so we just, des- I decided to do concealed deployment for this one where each unit is a token that you either place on the battlefield or place in reserve, which I think that's a lot of fun to do it. And then you reveal them one at a time, but I, I hadn't think done that yet. You've so, never done it. No, it's uh, pretty neat. I've gone up against gene stealer cults, but right. that, that's the extent of uh, concealed deployment that I've actually dealt with. So our deployment zone is kind of small, so it mattered a lot less. So I think when I put out the final version of this mission, I think I'm going to extend the deployment zone. So it goes from the center of the short edge all the way to the corner uh, along the long edge that way there's more like spread your guys out a little spread bit spread your guys out and there's more like interaction but with the with the um the tokens mm-hmm. uh, but uh otherwise it was it was pretty cool to then and then we revealed them one at a time starting with number one all the way till the the biggest number and that was a lot of fun i think that's cool yep they definitely um it it makes counter deployment interesting uh, cause you're deploying something that you're like, Oh, well, what do I think that was? Cause he put, you know, nothing else around it. So it probably has a big footprint. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see if that kind of panned mm-hmm. out properly or not. <laughs> yeah. I put a lot of stuff in space anyway. So, yeah. uh, cause yeah. night Lords like kind of appearing as if from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so cause they, I believe even the, the general stratagems have a benefit that you can get. That's kind of, uh, it's an overlap with the in the midnight uh-huh. clad giving minuses to hit to units that just appear. 
Right. And not only do they have like Terminators, but they're well known for utilizing Raptors and Warp Talons. Yep. Jump Pack Infantry. Jump Pack. Yeah. And, you know, those are in the novels, too. I've read the... Have you... Have you you've read the Night Lords trilogy, the ADB? Yep. Oh, so yep. good. It's so really, really good. good. And there's some stuff that harkens back to that. Like, you can upgrade guys to First Claw and and uh, mm-hmm. uh stuff like that there's some some uh, relics i think you're using one of them as well i have the um i have a demon weapon but we'll, we'll get into that we'll but it kind of it has a similar lists, name yeah. to one of the characters yeah. who's who's like sworn to corn uh as he's one of my favorite characters i love zol he's so great he's he's really funny uh in uh morose macabre way <laughs> yeah i told you i didn't do it but <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Spoilers. Why is everyone so surprised? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh my god, the humans are still alive. Why does everyone keep saying that? <laughs> everyone seems so surprised that they're still alive around me. It's so weird. Uh, the first turn is going to be... We're going to roll off like normal, the winner going first, but whichever one of us finished deploying first gets to... Uh, breaks the tie. Um, and you definitely finished deploying first. I definitely You have half the number first. of drops I yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Uh, before we roll that, let's um, talk about the rest of the mission rules. So we put six objectives on the table. They're kind of spread out. One of them was in our deployment zone. The other four kind of in a, a plus sign uh, mm-hmm. from the center of the battlefield. And they actually scattered. We use the scatter dice to scatter them D6 inches. Uh, these represent uh, civilians trying to escape us. And they just, they're going to be randomly running around the battlefield throughout the game. Uh, they're not smart because pretty much all of them moved towards a Our enemy deployment wise. zone. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good idea. They're like, oh, look, saviors. Oh, God, no. <laughs> they uh, The very first one we rolled for uh, scattered into my cultist mob. So they probably <laughs> thought they were nice, safe humans. That's uh, not Ash the case. Militarm. No, no, That's no, not no. the case. No, it's not good for them. Uh, the quarry that these objectives are going to start the game as um, they, they can be in two different states, either fleeing or cowering. And they're going to be fl- by default. They're fleeing. Um, you can uh, use a submission action uh, to uh, make them cower. If you're within one inch of the objective marker, you start it at the end of your movement phase and it's completed at the end of your turn and it becomes cowering. So cowering markers don't move. You're just forcing them to sit. You're scaring them to into submission. Basically. Into submission. Yep. And if they're fleeing, they will move 2d6 directly away from the nearest model. doesn't matter what it is. So you can kind of herd them if you want. Like if you're move good enough, you can actually herd them like into your lines. Yeah, you can corral them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You can actually corral them. You need to be fast though. So yeah. I think you're going to benefit a little bit more from that than I am. Uh, I have yeah, some. I, I have, have some, some jump infantry. Yeah. I have jump infantry and things that can kind of just appear. But um, I think that when it comes to actually corralling everything that you want to go mm-hmm. the direction you want it to go, you're going to have a way easier time than me. I think I will because of all the flying. And, and stuff like that um we'll see the uh if they're equidistant i i didn't put this in the rules i'm gonna have to add it if it's equidistant do you want to just uh use the scatter dice uh sure that'll work we could just use the scatter dice so yeah if it's like in the middle of uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes and then we can make the change we can to, adjust the, to, it. Yeah. to it accordingly if that 
if the scatter rule kind of uh, borks it and makes the entire uh, game a little rough, yeah. uh, we can uh, you can adjust the rule. I think for the most part, we'll know who's who's closest. Yeah. And uh, if it if if the objective scatters towards the the edge of the battlefield, like within six inches, it just stops at six inches. Mm-hmm. Just to avoid wonkiness, I was playing with the idea of having them like actually go off the board and then come back. Then on we'll elsewhere. randomly scatter them somewhere else. But uh, I think I think this works the best. Um, it also prevents you from overcommitting to one side, having it yeah. flee off the board, and then you go, "Well, this unit's out of the game, out of the game for the next turn and a half. Mm-hmm. I have to run to get them back into position, basically." Right. And that's that's no fun. I'm interested to see like how often it'll be a situation where. One of us is holding an objective and then the other, the, 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 your opponent flies over or moves over and kills that unit. But then after you kill the unit, the objective, the runs, objective away. runs away from you. Yeah, <laughs> It'll probably happen a bit given that we're playing pretty melee centric armies. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do, uh, we'll also keep a terror tally for every unit in the army. Um, every time a unit uses the submission action, the tally goes up by one and that's going to be a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, whoever has the most, uh, whoever has the most submission actions, you know, they've tortured or frightened the populace so much that it kind of, even though the game would be a tie, the, the, uh, legend of your horrifyingness will spread throughout the land after yeah. the game. So the, the actual primary objectives um, have to do with holding objectives. In this case, it's like you're, um, you know, teleporting them away or, or actually capturing some of them. It's kind of a little more abstract, but um, Hunt the Prey is progressive at the end of each battle round. Each player scores one of the following. Um, or... Uh, each player scores for the following five VP for holding one objective, five VP for holding two and five VP for holding three. You can't score it on turn one. Then herd the prey is a progressive and we do it at the end of each player's turn. And if it's your on your turn, it's score five for holding two, five for holding three and five for holding four. Uh, and then, um, uh, uh, and then again, if there's a tie, if there's a tie, we'll, uh, we'll go with how many, what your terror tally is. So that should be interesting. It's, it's a weird, like scoring for scoring for holding at the end of your turn and also scoring for holding at the end of the battle battle round. round. Yep. I wasn't really sure how to go about doing it. I've never seen one like this before, so I figured... We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, all right. And if you're playing this as a, uh, if you're playing this as a um, crusade game, uh, you award five XP to one of your units with the highest terror tally. Thought that made sense. Yeah. They're the ones who made the biggest impact on the mission. So, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about our armies. Um, so I, I noticed go with go first. Yeah. So I noticed something, uh, in the app, um, in, because they've had the, uh, the, 
the Chaos Space Marines have been in there for a little bit. Um, the Dark Commune is broken. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But basically, it, it causes an error message to pop up in the app oh, now. Oh, fun. Uh, it says, looks like we don't have any data. So I don't know how many bonus points I have, how many, strat- how many uh, command points and everything that I have. Uh, because that portion is broken. Um, yeah. So the Dark Commune is at the moment, uh, it looks like it's kind of broken. Uh, makes things look a little weird, but, um, I'll talk about my army. Uh, so doing night Lords, new night Lords, new terror tactics. They're interesting. Um, much like a lot of things in this codex, they're very melee centric because half of their chapter tactics, so to speak, uh, benefits from melee attacks only, um, Mm. when attacking units that are below half strength, or if they have leadership five or less, you add one to the attack's wound roll mm-hmm. if you are fighting something that is uh, in melee. Um, so my, so I took a, for my Warlord, I have a Chaos Lord and Terminator armor. I marked him with corn, mm-hmm. um, and took a, the corn demon weapon, Zal the Bloody. Uh, and I attached it to his, they have a choice now called an exalted power axe. It's basically plus two strength, minus two AP, two damage. Zal the bloody, um, it gives, it makes each damage or when you roll, when you deal damage with a weapon, you add an additional D three mm-hmm. to all of it. So it I can, love that your warlord is a big beefy corn Lord. Everybody's the, probably like. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. So the, the thought behind this list is they're the dregs of my crusade list that you've played against. Mm-hmm. They're the guys who the warlord, my warlord for my full crusade list doesn't trust uh-huh. uh, because they've given themselves over to dark gods or they're humans. Okay. Um, and the humans, it kind of shows through that maybe he was a little bit right because some of them are <laughs> cursed and yeah. they're these vile mutants and they, they kind of show through, they kind of show their true colors because they're becoming these horrible monsters. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I have a castle Lord and Terminator armor. Um, the other thing is they have a special for the night Lords. They have a special set of lightning claws. Chaos Lords that don't take Terminator armor can't get lightning claws. Hmm. So that Chaos Lord that I built, I specialized built, I was like, all right, I'll take a guy with jetpack, take a pair of lightning claws, we'll call it good. Um, you can't take that loadout anymore because you can't give Chaos Lords uh, jump packs. Uh, um, so the other thing that I took on my Warlord is the Warlord trait, Killing Fury. Um, so each time this Warlord is selected to fight, if it made a charge move, was charged, or performed a heroic intervention this turn until the fight is resolved, add D3 to his attacks characteristic. Um, and each time they make a melee attack, they're counted to be in wanton slaughter, um, which gives them bonus attacks if you roll a six to hit. Okay. So if you roll a six to hit, you get a bonus attack or a bonus, uh, you, you, you deal an, an additional hit mm-hmm. in melee. Um, next I have a dark commune. They're kind of a cluster when it comes to what they are for, um, special abilities. They have an icon arc, which is kind of like a buff piece for uh, cultist units. Blessed Blades, who look like Nazgul from um, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get two of them. You have the cult demagogue, and there's 
one more guy whose name is eluding me right now. But basically, uh, the demagogue is a priest, and the other guy, Mind Witch, that's what he's called. Mm. The Mind Witch is, uh, he's the dude, if you've seen the the kit, um, when they revealed it, um, they have the floating head with the candles sticking, uh, the candles all around it. Um, that's a psyker. So the unit is both a psyker and a priest. You measure psychic powers from the psyker, and you measure uh, prayers from the priest. Okay. Uh, my third HQ is a master of possession. Um, I took him because I have quite a few demon kin and, um, uh, demon engines in this list. So, um, he'll help kind of benefit them a little bit, uh, for his psychic powers. I gave him cursed earth and warp site. Cursed Earth kind of plays the same way it did before. Gives plus one to your invuln save for demon kin and demon engines. Uh, and then it also gives, if you charge, if an enemy charges and ends their charge move within six inches of the Psyker, basically in the Cursed Earth section, they take D3 mortal wounds. So oh, it gives fun. a little, nice little defensive like a bubble, bubble. Like moving, movable terrain. Yeah. And so it deals D3 mortal wounds when they charge in there. Nice. Uh, and warp sight, uh, is basically, it gives a plus one to wound to a, a demon kin or a demon engine. So you get plus one to your wound rolls, which is nice. Uh, so my troops, I have accursed cultists, which I am only bringing a bare minimum size of them. I have no idea how well they're going to do. Uh, they are a, t- a toughness four unit, which is nice. Um, I have five mutants. Uh, and three of the torments, so three of the big guys, and then five of the standard little dudes. Okay. Um, how much come? How many come in a kit? Ten? Uh, no, it's just the eight. Eight. It's it's five and three. So huh. I'm running one. I'm running one box. A box. Okay. Yep. Um, and actually pretty cheap for seventy five points because they also come with a uh on top of everything else they come with a feel no pain. It's only a six plus, but uh, every turn at least, um. You can return models to the unit. Mm. Uh, you can return three destroyed mutants and or one destroyed torment to this unit with their full wounds remaining. Mm. I, I can actually see a army of renown in the future where you just take a bunch of mutated jerkwads, mutated like, jerkwads and cultists, and, and 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 they just get bonuses on their like reanimation maybe or something. Yeah, and uh, mutants are ignored for the purposes of morale checks. So basically, if the little guys die. Uh, the unit itself doesn't care. They don't care. No. Yeah, I sense. have a 20 man blob of cultists. Uh, they come with, uh, they're just brutal. They just come with a close combo weapon and the pistol. Mm-hmm. That's okay. all I equipped them with. I didn't equip anything special because they don't get let the galaxy burn. So having f- cheap flamers on them really doesn't give you any benefit. Um, I will say putting together the accursed cultists, I did truly enjoy one of the models. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the models is literally one piece. She is fully built on the sprue for you. You just cut her out, glue her on a base. Hmm. And she's done. Um, so I have a, I have two units of legionaries. One is kitted for melee. Um, they all have Astartes chain swords. They uh, come with, I'm putting one chaos icon in the unit. And their champion has a tainted chain axe, which is strength plus one. Tainted Chain Axe. Plus one strength, minus one AP, two damage. And then it also he also has a Plasma Pistol. So can't wait for him to shoot and kill himself. <laughs> uh, so then I have a shooting Chaos Legionary unit. 
the aspiring champion has a power fist and a plasma pistol, and they come with a, I'm giving them a heavy bolter. So they have a heavy bolter, bunch of bolt guns, and a plasma pistol and power fist. Then I have a Chaos Terminator squad, which is kitted out. So they changed the layout for Terminators. A lot of it was really questionable when you got the new Chaos Terminator kit. You looked at it and you had one power sword, one power axe, one chain axe, one power maul, like three lightning claws. Yeah. And Everybody three assumed power once the codex comes out, you're only going to be able to take one each. So, but what it came down to is they got rid of power weapons completely from the unit. Oh, it's just called so power weapon. They are accursed weapons. Ah. They're just strength user AP minus three one damage piece. Mm-hmm. And that's what the entire unit is equipped with. They have combi okay. bolters and the Mark of Zinch. Okay. Mark of Zinch is once per turn when you fail your save uh, for the first time, the damage that you take is reduced to zero. So the first failed save is not a failed save. It's not a failed save, basically. Yeah. So uh, then I have a unit of five possessed. I love the new possessed models. They look uh, so nice. Yeah. Uh, they're so, so nice. Um, they're very detailed. So painting them's a bit of a nightmare, but... I think uh, they'll be a lot of fun when they actually get uh, kitted out. Also, they have just stupid stats. Mm. They have nine inch movement now. Uh. Uh, their strength and toughness five, three wounds apiece. Um, standard guys are five attacks apiece, and the champion is six. Mm. So they have a glorious number of attacks. They're all two damage apiece, too. So they have a lot going for them. Also, they have a fearsome aura because why not? I'm just. I mean, they are fearsome. I am Night Lords, so they get my. Night they have Lords. a. They have, in addition to the Night Lords, uh, nine inch bubble. They have a six inch bubble of minus one additional leadership. Oh. Uh, Raptors have the same fearsome rule. I am bringing a squad of five of them. Um, two of them with chain swords and bolt pistols. Uh, the champion has a bolt pistol, a power fist, and then I have two melt guns. Okay. Venom crawler. Uh, haven't really changed much, but they did make it so their weapon is no longer a random value. They're now Assault 3. Uh, strength 6, AP minus 2, 2 damage apiece. So it doesn't get affected by their uh, um, damage chart anymore. In fact, they don't have a damage chart. So they are 9 wounds now. So, so they're more like, they're like, more term, like... Uh, they're closer to Carnifexes, I would say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But like dreadnought sized. Yeah. Um, so they give uh, plus one to psychic tests now if you're within nine inches of them. So uh, I have a unit of six warp talons. Uh, warp talons are also no longer equipped with lightning claws. They're equipped with these things called warp claws. Uh, their strength user AP minus two, one damage piece. And that's another unit that. Uh, gained just a plethora of attacks. Uh, they have five attacks at base with the normal guys and six for the champion. Um, so they have warp strikes so they can be set up in reserves and then warp flames, which whenever anyone tries to fall back, including mo- or excluding monsters and vehicle units, um, I roll off with you. And if I win, you don't fall back. You stay oh. in combat with me. Oh, that's fun. Yep. So if uh, they're really good at killing uh, yeah, gun lines. Like my witches. Yes. Uh, well, they want to go more for, I think, the safer kills, which is the uh, like guardsman units and things mm-hmm. like that. Things they're going to pierce the armor of that are only one wound infantry. Mm-hmm. Things that would want to run from them. Like, no, you run away. No, you run away. No, you, you're going to want to run. Uh, obliterators. I'm bringing two of them. Uh, they're guns. 
They're incredibly random still. Good. Um, but they are, and they're all 24 inch range. There is a heavy D3, which is strength nine, AP minus three, four damage apiece. Uh, there is the heavy D3 plus three, which is strength seven, minus two AP, two damage apiece. Uh, and then there's the anti-infantry one, which is heavy D6 plus nine. Strength five, AP minus one, one damage apiece. Oh. Um, yeah, they can also fire in close combat like a vehicle. So, because they're oh, heavy weapons, cool. you get minus one to hit. they're basically like tiny little vehicles. Yeah, they're huge. The new models are massive for they them. They are really big. Uh, and then for dedicated transports, I got two little cars. Two rhinos that are going to be bringing my legionnaires up the center of the battlefield. Hopefully to claim some objectives to cow the weak and grab some slaves. Okay. Well, I like that. I'm sorry. Some involuntary employees. <laughs> we'll call them that. Some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, re, re, uh, uh, relocated. Oh, you're trying to popul- think of populations or something like that. Involuntary relocation. Involuntarily relocated individuals. Mm. Freaking Alabama. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, I have some Drukari. I am doing Cursed Blade. The, that's the that's the one they all have plus one strength. And also when I make an invulnerable save, if I roll a six, I'll do mortal wound back at you. Okay. Because I'm spiky. You're punchy. You're extra punchy. I'm extra pi- I'm extra spiky and I also have like poison on my armor or something. My warlord is a succubus she has some cool stuff. She's got the Arcanite Glaive and Blast Pistol. Since she has the Arcanite Glaive, I decided to get the Dancer's Edge Relic. Um, I just like taking that. I think it's cool. It just it just makes the uh it makes the glaive worth taking, kind of. It's plus two strength, AP minus four, two damage. And every time an attack is made, non-modified wound roll of a six. Invulnerable saving throws cannot be taken. So that one's mm. actually, that's actually pretty cool. I like that relic. The other HQ I took is Drazar. I actually gave him his Warlord trait, which is reroll hits and wounds in combat. Um, he already hits like a truck, so you may as well yeah, make him as, be reliably hitting yeah, like a truck. Might as well. Uh, she's also, oh, the... Um, the succubus also has a warlord trait, stim addict, so she's gonna get all the drugs. All the drugs. She's gonna don't, get don't do drugs, kids, unless you're dark Eldar, at which point do all yeah. the drugs. Yeah. Uh so when determining the effects, um roll two additional dice, rerolling the results of a six, um in addition to any others. So um oh, two additional rerolling. I guess she has two extra drugs. Wow, she is an addict. Um, she's also a show stealer. Show stealer. Uh, when I consolidate, I can move an additional three inches, and I don't have to move to closer to the closest enemy model. So she can just consolidate wherever she wants. Six inches. She's pretty great. I have four identical units of witches, ten models strong, uh, and they have all the special weapons uh, in there. Uh, including the net, the shard net impaler, the glaives, and the um, gauntlets. The gauntlets, yeah. Uh, they also the the character, the sergeant in each of those squads, the the hecatrix. 
Hecatrix. Yes, the Hecatrix. She's going to have a blast pistol and, or is it a fusion pistol? Blast pistol and a power sword. Because in, with Cursed Blade, so they all have Grave Lotus for their drugs. So all my witches are strength five. Um, so the power sword becomes a really cool option. I just love power swords. Yeah, I mean, what's not to love? There? What's not to love? So yeah, strength plus one. Yeah, they are, and and all of my all of my witches, you know, the, the strength five, AP minus one. Oh, I'm sorry, you're playing Space Marines, AP zero. Um, <laughs> I, haven't play, I haven't played with Armor Contempt yet, so <laughs> it makes me upset. Uh, next we have we have one little five model science. <laughs> she's just getting louder. Like you <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's just like, bless me, dang it, bless me. Uh, then there's a there's one <laughs> little you, five model unit of witches that just has a power sword and a blast pistol. Wendy. <laughs> uh, and they're just gonna be they're gonna be uh, hanging out. I have a ten model unit of incubi. Uh, two five model units of hellions. The hellions all have the plus one attack on the charge drug. Which it... are you okay? Yeah, she's okay. Uh, they have Adrenalite. Um, then there's a unit of Reavers. Three model unit of Reavers with a blaster. The blaster's an assault weapon. I like zooming forward with that and trying to kill a character. Really? And trying to kill a character with it? It never happens. They have Hypex so that they can have additional movement. Reaver jet bikes have a movement of 18, so they have a movement of... They have a movement of 20. So they can move 20... And and advance eight inches. They can move twenty eight and try to ace a character. It never happens. You never know, man. You could get you it. Never Th- this is the time. Um, yeah, this is their moment. Actually, what I'll probably use them for in this game is hurting prey. Yes. Um, because they can hurt. They can just move anywhere on the battlefield and herd prey. Um, and remember that happens at the start of the battle round. So. It, it could be interesting. Yeah. Um, the Tantalus. So I have a Tantalus. The Tantalus is carrying all of the Incubi, Drezar, and the five model unit of witches currently. And there's also three raiders. Each of those is carrying a unit of ten witches. Which means there's a unit of ten witches I completely forgot about that don't exist right now on the battlefield. Yeah, we'll fix it. <laughs> That's fine. No worries. There's worse things that can there happen. Are, there are worse things. I'll I'll probably I'll go ahead and spend one CP and put them in the webway or put them in a, a strategic reserve. That'll be fine. And then I also have a Razor Wing Jet Fighter with all of my vehicles have the cool disintegrator cannons on them because I like disintegrator cannons. They're full of hate. Um. I'm looking forward to playing these guys. It's been a long time since I played Drakari, and I like the Drakari. They're very movie, they're very shooty, and they're very fighty. So yeah, literally everything. The only thing they aren't is Livy. They don't. They don't they're, like. They're not big fans of surviving. No, no. That, once I get the witches in combat, that four up in Vuln really does help. But uh, outside of combat, not so much. Yeah. Uh. So. So. Let's uh, take a quick break. Come back and talk about it.
Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. placed our tokens up and then we revealed our models one at a time i was not terribly surprised i was actually surprised how much of your stuff is walking but how many rhinos do you want to pay for what are they like 80 points the 85 each? points that's a piece. lot that's a lot and I, I didn't i don't have any land raiders uh so yeah. i'm not uh i'm not bringing one of those um i'm sticking with just the 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 rhinos is dedicated transports just to get the legionaries up somewhere so that they can you know grab objectives they're yeah. kind of starting on both sides of my deployment zone kind of a sweep out i'm hoping right yeah i've i've got the tantalus again kind of front and center in the mass which is not surprising and i have uh oh two raiders on either side of it you know flanking the flyer i put as far to my right flank as possible i want to kind of jump over there and try to just wipe out something dangerous if I can, or or get your guys out of the rhino to stop them from moving. I think I think eliminating the rhinos is going to be a big, big move for me. Uh, it's not going to be easy. I don't really have a lot of anti tank, but at the same time, if you're slowed down, I think that'll be a big help for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I can just kind of slowly take apart anything on foot before your reserves come in. And I think the big danger is going to be those reserves uh, when they come in. Yep. Um, so so I do have the Hellions in a, in a building and I have the other Hellions kind of screening in front. And the bikes are sitting there ready to just go either s sacrifice themselves in some way, shape or form. I'm not sure how, but but they're definitely going to do that. We'll see. Um, yeah, in space, I left uh, my obliterators, my terminators, my warp talents, and my warlord. Mm -hmm. um, it's gutsy, but um, they all have the ability to deep strike, so uh, I'm giving them the chance to do that. I'm hoping it doesn't yeah. bite me. I don't think in this mission it is. I think putting as much in reserve as possible was a good idea on your part. Um, we do have a big building in the middle. That's blocking a lot of line of sight. I'm going to have to like move off to the sides and move forward. If I want to get you, get your rhinos with these disintegrators. Mm -hmm. um, the flyer is not going to have any problem, obviously, but uh, everything else is going to be, is, is going to be having a tough time in that first turn. But I've learned in the past not to overcommit with the witches. Don't get out of the Raiders. You should definitely get out of the Raiders. Like turn one. 
<laughs> you, should, right? you should get out and walk. You and should just come up like, and meet me. The bolters in... are fine. This isn't going to hurt. Yeah. All right, dude. Uh, let us roll off. The highest goes first. I win ties because I deployed first. Here we go. I rolled a one. I rolled a two. All right. You're if going this is first. any indication nice. that this game is going to be oh, either yeah. incredibly close or incredibly cruddy rolls. Incredibly pillow fight. I'm looking yes. forward to it. Okay. We're going to come back at the end of turn one. I hope he sat and didn't just fall. He kind of fell. Hey, he kind of makes it both. He fell, fell, fell sat. Yeah. Welcome back. So for this, for this turn, we're going to be joined by Quinn. Quinn, say hi. Hi. Okay. Thank you. There we go. Um, so Dave, how was your turn one? Um, it went okay. Uh, I really like spending command points. People. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ran away from us. Yep. And then we had to move out a little bit to grab them. And yes. we subjugated, I think, all of them. At this I point. think we all have almost all, all but one group has been subjugated. Yeah, and they're, he's going to run. And that's going to run away from me towards you. Yeah. Um, so you uh, you had some issues with your psychic phase. Yeah, it was uh, less than stellar. Uh, I Even have... with that, Venom Crawler's plus one. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I I was just below each of my required psychic things. So uh, I spent a command point to re-roll the psychic test to give him prescience. From... That was a good call, by the way. Yeah, from the Mind Witch. Because um, the Mind Witch could take from the Hereticus Discipline. And mm-hmm. so I used that. Uh, he got that off, which was good, because that gave him plus one to hit. Uh, Demon Forge now uh, used to be plus one to hit uh, and plus one to wound. Now it is exclusively plus one to weapon skill and ballistic skill, which is really good. Yeah, because it's not specifically plus one to hit, so it doesn't yeah, they stack, you can up. stack up stack them up. Because I was able to shoot your flyer at ballistic yeah, skill yeah. too, which was pretty nice. Um, so tore some chunks off chunks off that thing. Um, I'm kind of leaning into staying as sneaky as possible for the opening few salvos mm-hmm. until I can start killing some of your disintegrators. Yeah. Um, cause armor of contempt, it doesn't really feel good in my opinion. <laughs> um, the minus one AP makes it feel like, yeah, they're wearing power armor, which is cool. Right. But at the same time, um, like it almost feels like they're wearing plot armor. More so than anything. It, it does feel rather um, arbitrary. Yeah. Um, I think they, they definitely are saying, oopsie, we shouldn't have given so much stuff, such good AP. Here's... We're going to reduce the AP of every weapon by one. Basically, basically yeah. Um, which, admittedly, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a game designer. I don't play the game competitively. Yeah. Uh, I, I play it to have fun and throw dice with friends. So, uh, but it feels weird to me, uh, but I'll, I'm sure I'll start being well, like, it certainly saved your rhino's life. Yes, it definitely did. Um, I rolled way too many five pluses for that thing. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it, it absorbed all the Tantalus's fire and it had, uh, five up saves to save stuff. I think I had to roll eight and I saved six of them. Yep. And, and, uh, you did pop smoke on that rhino as well. Loving mm-hmm. that, loving those CP spending. Yeah. Uh, uh but, uh, again, the flyer, my flyer, my, um, 
my Void Raven, no, my whatever, the fighter is still alive and sitting next to your lines after killing a couple of uh, it killed two raptors, two raptors. Yep. Even with the uh, you you did in midnight clad. Yes. For the minus one to hit, and the pop smoke on the rhino. So the rhino's alive. The flyer's alive. The um oh we did not roll a morale check for said raptors. Do they even need one after having lost two? They have a leadership of oh. nine. No, oh, no, they can't no, they fail. Don't. So no, they can't. They're they'll fine. be okay. They'll be okay. Uh, Unless so, yeah. you have um, leadership chicanery that I need to worry about. Yeah, I do not have leadership chicanery with this uh, faction. I do, uh, <laughs> but now we've got to get to the point where I can get your guys out of your cars. Yeah, so and I you need to you that. need to wipe out the t- like. I have a unit of. Um, I, I pushed up with all the vehicles to try to kill that rhino because I I really want to try to eliminate your mobility, um, <clears throat> and uh, and I did move forward with both a unit of hellions and the unit of bikes uh taking advantage of my good movement to subjugate two in the center because mm-hmm. they all kind of con they all just kind of congealed in congealed the middle. in the center so i was able to score four objectives at the end so you scored uh you scored 10 points at the end of your turn mm-hmm. for holding two and i scored 15 for holding three or more and then at the end of the battle round, you scored five for holding two, and I scored 15 for holding four or more. So right now we're at 30 to 15 in my favor. So you really need to be aggressive mm-hmm. and come at me uh, in order to stop that from happening. Yeah, uh, it might be a turn before I do that because yeah. I've, got, I've got stuff deep striking, um, but... If my dice rolls are anything to go off of, rolling two d six is the is my my enemy right now. Yeah. So uh, making those charges are going to be a bit tricky. Um, it's also worth noting now I'm moving into wanton wanton massacre. Last uh-huh. turn I was in wanton destruction, so I'm in wanton massacre. So uh, each time a model uh, in a unit makes an attack with a rapid fire assault or pistol weapon, an unmodified roll of a six, unmodified hit roll of a six scores one additional hit. And uh, I do want to make a correction. Um, I'm sure people were like, no, that's not what that weapon does. Um, the ensorcerled weapons or the accursed weapons that the terminators and chosen get, it is plus one strength minus one or minus three AP okay. one damage piece. So I said it was strength user. Uh, um, okay. it is not, um, the warp talons are strength user. Okay. So that's where I got it confused. My power from pain is now at eager to flay Ooh. so I can advance and charge which will be really interesting um hopefully this turn we can get some real melee going on and all of these poor civilians will just watch us butcher each other yeah and then just being yelled at yeah (laughs) they're just gonna get to the six inches from the table edge and go we yeah i really sacrificed i put a lot in the middle because i couldn't I couldn't say no to that big group of humanity in the center. I right. had to try and take that and get an early lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, what I did put out there is pretty fragile. So you should be able to do something about that this turn. Yeah. Uh, let's find out. Dave 
Gabe's turn too. As usual, we like to record after both players' turns in turn two because it's usually pretty uh, eventful. This time it will. It kind of wasn't. It. I did things. You, your psychic phase was much better. My psychic phase happened, which was really nice. It is a thing that um, happened. Managed to get Cursed Earth and uh, Warp Marked off, and um, which were both the spells that my Master Possession have, and my Mind Witch got Prescience off, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. Um, and that did work as usual. Mm-hmm. I brought in all of my units for that were sitting in space. And we, so. we noticed there's a stratagem that lets you bring stuff in soon. So, yeah, uh, the Night Lords are the most, like, they really like embracing the shadows and everything like that. Uh, So they can appear from unexpected corners, and they have a stratagem to reflect that. It costs one CP for anything that isn't a demon kin. It costs two for demon kin units, so your warp talons, your uh, possessed, and things like that that you Mm -hmm. can get into reserves. Um, They can come in a turn earlier, so they can come in turn one. So they... Yeah, and uh, I noticed that after turn one. So, but <laughs> everything came in. Uh, my obliterators popped up. They are now basically in the center of the battlefield. They popped a few shots off at the Tartarus or Tantalus. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the Terminators came in, popped some shots off some witches, charged in and killed a raider. Um, you basically have me surrounded with your. Um, my witches are not used to being the ones who are surrounded. Mm-hmm. Like you've got your terminators on one side, you have the warp town or yeah, the warp towns and your warlord on yep. the other side, and you have a whole bunch of units coming down my throat up the middle. Yes. And prior In to theory. your char- prior to your charge phase, I'm like Oh no! Yeah, this uh, is worse than I thought. Yeah, in in theory, it was a it, it, it was kind of an encircling maneuver. In practice, I uh, oops, um, I flubbed. Five of my six charge rolls this time. One, two, three, four. Uh, Warp Towns, Warlord, uh, Venom Crawler. Also, oh yeah, five. And then one of those charges was a failed reroll. Yes. Uh, so I would call the, that six. That was the possessed. Yeah. So the possessed wanted to get in combat. They're eight inches away from your bikers. I wanted them to get in there yeah. to also grab another objective to hold to the end of the battle round. Yep. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, the Venom Crawler also. The Venom Crawler did pop your plane, which was nice. Oh, yeah. The plane's so, dead and one of the raiders is dead from yep. assault. So that is good. But honestly, like. Can I just say. Really annoying that you rolled a one on the leadership test for those witches that I, <laughs> yeah, I they're down right. to, they're down to three models. And my thought was I'll charge into the Raider, get within nine inches to benefit from the terror tactics, mm-hmm. special rule, give you minus two leadership. Yeah. And they would just fail and they would fail. And then you'd get minus one to your combat attrition. So you would basically need to roll a four plus to keep any of the remaining witches around. Right. Um. Then you rolled a one. Then I rolled a one and worse off when you killed the Raider all I had no casualties on the models coming out. Yep. Um, So they didn't have to make a morale check either. It was the worst possible turn for the poor Night Lords, I think. I think, though, I got to benefit from... I got to benefit from their other half of their their tactics. Mm -hmm. The... um, If you are leadership five or less, or Mm -hmm. at half strength, um, I get plus one to wound you. Yeah, Uh, that's pretty cool. Basically, they become super bullies in melee. Yeah. Um... And your raider, didn't know this, was leadership seven, uh, which yeah. at minus two from the uh, leadership debuff that Night Lords have by default on all their units, dropped you down to leadership five. Mm-hmm. So I got plus one to wound. Yeah, that's really neat. I think they're going to be doing a lot of damage in combat. It's nice that the leadership debuff 
is doing something other than working with morale checks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to make leadership and morale matter. Yeah. Um, it's not just kind of a pointless number. You don't need to worry about till the end of the turn. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I think it's a good mechanic to use for other stuff. I right. love it. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I Then stop rolling once. I please. will try. And I'm just going to try to fail all my two inch charges here in a moment. Uh, you won't. I probably won't. I really hope this game is interesting from here on out, but I'm having a hard time having a hard time believing that right at this maybe, moment. Maybe I can take back all of my criticisms on Armor of Contempt and I can survive. You know what? That's true. All of my like my witch's swords are gonna be AP basically AP zero against you. So that could be something. Let's see what happens. Yeah. wrong wrong but it was not yeah that was a really bloody turn for you it shows that honestly it would have been incredibly um good for me if i had gotten all those charges off sonny come yeah, on if you're over here <laughs> sonny's like very excited of that his, dave's here his, he loves uh, when dave's here his tail was knocking into all the cords it so was I, was like just, going, I was just waiting for i was waiting for a mic to get unplugged or for <laughs> jason just to be like why did he send me audio that just goes <laughs> for minutes on end um but yeah it shows how important those charges that i flubbed were oh um because i watched my he put up a valiant fight but my overlord my warlord did die to drazier before he got a chance to swing yeah which, he made he almost made all his saves and then at the very end it was just like i mean he had all like drazier had all those penetrating hits that are like hey i'm just gonna do one more one more damage and yep. i'm like i've got five wounds left all i gotta do is save all of these and i saved all of the three damage ones and yeah. i was like yes this is great now all i have to do is not fail all of the two damage ones and um yeah failed i failed all of the two damage ones yeah. uh with, it, with can I say lord how obnoxious those the um incubi rule is because mm-hmm. i i put those incubis into the terminators that dropped in and killed the raider mm-hmm. and just Having to roll each of those two wound rolls one at a time because some of them could be two damage and some of them could be three damage yeah. is really obnoxious. And your very first three damage one that went through, I failed, but because they're Mark of Zinch, you yeah. dropped down to zero damage, that was which cool. was really cool. Uh, so I really, I only lost three Terminators in that fight. Yeah, they, they um, held up really well. And then they, the, they swung back. Yeah. I mean, they they gave as good as they took really they did so. they killed like five i think they killed four yep. and i had to go ahead and use my once per game uh uh auto pass morale on those mm-hmm. or else i would have lost so many yeah um and it, it it i mean it shows honestly that getting charges in this is i play a lot of aos so um alternating and activations is just a thing um but when you get wholesale your entire army gets to swing before your opponent gets to do anything um you kind of just watch your army get evaporated like the 20 man blob of cultists died to 10 witches yeah outright exact death 20 guys died yeah and i think that would have happened that would have happened anyways but i think you would have you probably would have picked your character to fight before drazar fight it yes and that would have ended up way differently 
Um, if you had, uh, it, I think in this game for turn two, you want to have two CP just banked. Yeah. To um to jump in the fight, but AOS AOS is definitely really good for. You really have to think about on mass charges because your opponent's gonna fight with half their units. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, the Incubi have a really cool ability that lets them uh, they roll against your leadership, and they make you fight last. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it didn't matter because you didn't have any CP left. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, the Incubi or sorry, a squad of witches ran across the battlefield, killed all of the cultists standing on the objective. Um, I killed one of your uh, legion squads down to a man that was hiding in the ruin. Yep, the sergeant's the only guy left, and I lost three guys that turn. So he was like, "Hey, yeah, you're just gonna stick around." And yeah, the the one unit of Hellions killed the raptors that were in the center of the battlefield. Oh, you want to know what? That yeah. sergeant's not there anymore. Um, oh, yeah. I totally forgot that you shot them that turn. Yeah. With the Tantalus. So, oops, you didn't kill them to a man. You killed them. They they ran away. Oh. Uh, because I well I'll roll up I'll roll a morale oh, check and we'll see morale. if he sticks around. Oh, because because, because he was technically yeah. immune. Because I was like, oh, this is the melee phase. So because I because you've been playing that. a lot of heresy, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing a lot of horse heresy, which is per phase. So, yeah. um, so I've been picking the guys up out of the phase and then moving them. So that's my bad. I have uh, no business. And I, and I, and I also killed the um, warp talons with morale. Yes. I had no business destroying two of your units to morale while I lose none. Yeah. It's fun. That was idiotic. It, it's okay. Uh, because I still have my accursed cultists, which need to go. They have a plethora of attacks and just a stupid number of attacks, stupid AP. They do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, and then they have, uh, the, um, I have a legionnaire squad that's still in a box, so we'll see how mm-hmm. that goes. Yeah, um, we'll we'll see. Uh, whatever you do, just try and get as much shooting into me as possible because my art my save is only a six up yep. in the open. Like, oh yeah, 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 I'm gonna have a couple of dead witch units. Um, uh, I think I know where I'm gonna use my CP this turn, and maybe just maybe I'm gonna use it to kill Drazer. Yeah, that would be uh, awesome because the ability for demon shells has changed. Oh, um, you basically get cracking. You get a uh, free Primaris rifles for one CP. Oh, fun. So well, you turn okay. a Legionnaire squad into uh minus one AP guys, but we'll see. I, I don't know if Drazer is a two plus, maybe it's not worth it. Or maybe I can just shoot some witches and witches uh, do so much. Da- they have so many attacks and they do so much damage. Yeah. Rolling and fail. And I honestly, the, the part that, that broke the back of this army is the fact that I failed these charges. Um, Absolutely. I'm going to keep going back to that cause I'm, I don't, I'm salty about it. It's, I know one to blame, but myself, I, I rolled, oh, I rolled poorly. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think, man, rhinos are, they are 80 points, man. But if you can get guys into position mm-hmm. and then charge yeah, and like guarantee your charge. Oh, they're, they're totally worth it. But your guys weren't out of the Raiders yet. No, that was we the problem. Were, we was that not. you were still in your cars. So when yeah. you can when you can ride your your buses across the street and mm-hmm. uh, my guys have to gather sedan in order to beat you up. <laughs> uh, I have to wait till you get out of the bus. Yeah. I can't really jump on the bus and beat you up. Yeah, I wonder if I mean, we can we can pontificate about like the results later, but I, I want to roll out my warlord against. I want to roll out my warlords. Attacks. Yeah, let's I just see, want to feel. I just want to know that. if he if he could have killed a Drazer, um, even. 
You know, I really like the um, Venom Crawler. Maybe a, another one of those in the list would be really good. Or... Yeah, or a Mauler Fiend. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I heard I'm, those I... are like really good ballistic skill now. Yeah, everything's all of everything's like three plus flat now. Right, and then they can really be nice. buffed by the... yes, uh, the little combo that I did earlier the, yeah. between Demon Forge and Prescience. Um, uh, yeah. So I've just got a I I, I have I have gotten a severe whooping. And yeah. uh, I guess I got to swing back a little bit, but I don't imagine I'm going to do enough. To... Oh, no, Sonny. You just hit your head. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's see if you can make me pay a higher price for my victory. But let's let's uh, let's move it's, these it's, objectives around and see where they're bloody. going. Yeah, this has been a bloody, bloody game. Yeah. did the entirety of turn three um boy witches are really fragile in shooting and like i said you know you get some bolters in there and it's looking it can look really good Mm -hmm. and you know we have two whole turns to go you after this i feel like you have a chance so what what did we do we um i went or you went first Mm mm-hmm and uh, all of the stuff that I pushed forward into your lines, like the one unit of witches, all it did was eat chaff. You had all those possessed left, right? The uh, the accursed cultists. The accursed cultists, yeah. They are surprisingly punchy. Oh, um, yeah. They have two attacks apiece, 2d3 on the larger models, 2d3 attacks apiece. And um, they, oh, well, they killed your Tantalus. They killed the Tantalus. They killed all those witches over there. Yeah. Um, they really are holding down that that site. I did try charging your um, your uh, uh, obliterators with my... The, the obliterators did a good job tearing down the Tantalus, but it, it went down in combat. And I tried charging those obliterators with my succubus, and I just ate one too many overwatches with... What's that weapon called again? Uh, Hailshot. Uh, shot. Yeah, that's really good. The uh, yeah, D six plus nine shots per obliterator. It's basically a heavy bolter at one less damage. Yeah, strength five, AP minus one. I um, really should have hit her before charging. It would have been a lot better. Uh, but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's okay. Um, Not a big deal. No, and uh, you you kind of you pushed up my flank a little bit, uh, using that venom crawler as kind of a anchor to anchor Drazar down, and you pushed up with with the rhino. And you're able to sit on that objective with the rhino while the while Drazar exploded the uh, venom crawler. Venom crawler, and that wiped out the squad that was denying the rhino that objective. Yeah, my thought there was I had to, I kind of banked on the fact that it was going to explode. Uh-huh. My luck's been bad enough that I was thinking, yeah, it'll explode. <laughs> and my thought is also, if it explodes, is it going to do more damage to me than to you? I yeah. wanted it to kill Drazer because I thought that that would have been the or Drazar. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been the most, uh, the best way in my mind for him to have gone down uh-huh. because he killed my warlord. Turn two. Uh so I just mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not bitter at all. No, not <laughs> at all. Um, but the I think that it it 
it went all right. I, I kind of, I wanted to kill more of the incubus or incubi with my, um, Terminator. Mm -hmm. He finally died. Um, those guys being free to walk now mm, is a problem. I think that you've delayed them long enough mm -hmm. that it's not a problem. Actually, yeah. you still have, you have the obliterators up there with clear shots and the Tantalus is gone. Yeah. Um, I, I think you have the upper hand. It's the it's a question of, can you rack up enough points to make up the difference? And I think you might be able well, to. Well, because the, the objectives are mobile and yeah. we buckled down none of them this we turn yeah, we, we didn't did. subjugate we were too busy fighting each other we didn't subjugate any of them so all of the humans uh can run yeah they can so um it could go anywhere yeah i haven't been paying attention to where they are they i mean just judging by the direction they're probably going to go they're going to go toward the middle yeah um, except for the one the rhino's a, holding yeah that was going to be the stuck you've got it pinned against the the uh side which is kind of the idea you're kind of you're corralling them in to the point where they can't go anywhere. Yeah, and the the accursed cultists are going to lose their objective. That's going basically off the table. The master possession is just going to have to sit on that objective for the rest of the game. Um, the accursed cultists will probably throw themselves, not necessarily fruitlessly, but they're going to kill the. I, I want them to kill that last unit of witches that blew up my rhino. Yeah, those the witches. I tell you, man, the witches are the danger, and if you can get them in shooting, you're good, you're golden, and 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 those, if you can kill those those ladies, the the ladies were able to take tear down that the rhino on the other side, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I sent my Hellions into you. You have one Legion squad left, kind of near your backfield, heading up the middle, uh, and I did throw my Hellions into them, and you killed them to a man i didn't really do well, i got him to run them. away that's right i they got fi they, you finally got someone to run i got away, someone Dave. to flee and then they failed their battle attrition test and so the last guy ran off the table so i was it, it felt it feels good that my legion trade achieved something yeah but i think that that is ancillary i think the biggest thing is the bullying tactic yeah the the second half the oh yeah if it's the, the if your leadership is, wound right yeah if yeah. your leadership is less than five or five or less or the unit is below half starting strength that is the way stronger aspect of that oh, of, yeah. of that chapter tactic and it only good. affects melee so mm -hmm. you have to have you have to kind of build your list to kind of tailor into that like a um, one-two punch shooting and then combat. Yeah, yeah. The benefit is you can plink away because people don't run until the end of the game, until the end of the turn. Yeah. So you can plink away at a unit, chip it away enough that um, you kill off enough things that now they're at half strength and then you charge in and then you also hit them with the minus two leadership. Mm -hmm. um, they're looking at big, big issues. Um, yeah. Possessed and accursed cultists and raptors having that bonus being terrifying thing uh -huh. where they they reduce your leadership by another one yeah. um makes them uh a little more integral if you're really aiming to get the them down to lower than leadership five the only thing you're not going to get that against is custodes because yeah. custodes are silly i think the shocking thing is the um uh, you know almost all vehicles use regular infantry leadership not sergeant or commander leadership mm -hmm. So getting that plus one to wound because you're, you're you're causing minus two leadership against them, and like a lot of them are going to be five or less. Yeah. Because of that, so that's getting a plus one to wound against pretty much all vehicles in combat is great. Um, okay, 
So it does look like it could go either way right now. Yeah, I think we have one more turn in us, regrettably. We, we it's do. getting late, but it's I think that I think we have one more turn if if it depends who it's leaning toward at that yeah. point. If I don't score enough points, um then I am out. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm you're 20 right. Twenty points behind. I think so. we have. I th- yes, we are. Yeah, I'm at seventy five. You're at fifty five. Um, if you can get a full fifteen at the end of your turn and at the end of the battle round, I think you're gonna be fine. I don't. Well, let's see where the objectives move. Yep, that'll that'll probably dictate if we have another turn. Or not. What do good dogs do? Do they sit? Yeah, they do. They sit. What? Hey, Sunny, Sunny, sit. Sunny, sit. What's a sit? Sit. Sit. Good boy. Yeah. Don't look at me with sad puppy eyes. You don't. You aren't sad. I know you're not sad. You're sunny days. Sunny days. Sunny days. Welcome back. Sunny days. Sunny, Sunny's here. <laughs> He's wagging his tail, hitting everything, knocking yes. things yeah, over. You're gonna knock into the Having mic. a good day. Uh so turn four and turn five. Um I think I think it was fairly close on turn four. Yes. Um you what did you do on turn boy, I'm tired. I blew up like the remaining raiders. Basically, yeah. I left. Every, I killed everything but your incubi and drazer. Yeah, yeah. And he he went and killed the rhino that was holding the objective. The witches. Oh, you almost killed the witches with your yeah, the accursed cultists with the cultists. There was one witch left, and I yet again rolled a one on my morale check. Yep. Um, it's basically without fail. If, if something relies on a low dice roll or a high, like an extremely high or extremely low dice roll to go against me, then you're gonna, that person, whoever it is, they're going to roll that against me. Mm-hmm. And no, that true. is going to sound so weird on the microphone. Sonny. <laughs> he licking he's your... licking my arm and he's just like, who edits these? Is it Jason or you? Cause Sonny, no. Sunny now. Incubi, the incubi um, advanced and charged into those cultists and wiped them out. Yeah. You know, once you get into them, they're kind of like the one. They're kind of like the they're witches. shock infantry. Yeah, like, yeah. They're they're you like, assault with them and then they die. Yeah. Um. Which, the thought is narratively to, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're supposed to chip away at them and lose the mutant rabble first. I forgot that they have a six of feel no pain. Um, oh, yeah, that's a big difference. That that would have been that would have been a difference of a couple of wounds, but I don't yeah. think enough to save it against five incubi. No, I don't think it would have yeah. saved them there. Yeah, uh, maybe and against I still the, had that witch there too. Maybe against the witch, it would have made a difference, mm-hmm. but against um, just the incubi, they're too good. They're too mm-hmm. much damage. Yeah, um, they are. They are pretty good. The only uh, again, the only annoying thing is that. Plus one damage on a six is just having to roll and separate those out. It makes a big difference when you get weird saves and weird mitigation that like you have like the Mark of Zinch, like I put on the Terminators where, oh, well, I'm going to roll this. Oh, cool. I mean, the Mark of Zinch paid for itself, I think. Yeah, Uh, it definitely saved. Oh, sure. That was amazing. That that is an incredible rule. Mm -hmm. Um, It's only once per turn. 
but once and once it's popped it's popped so like if you shoot them with small arms fire in the shooting phase and try and pull out that that failed two up save then they reduce the let's say las gun down to one da- down to zero damage yeah you can now kill them with in melee with actual hard hitters mm-hmm. but it's the um it's the fact that they were basically tying up the incubi for uh, the entire game. Yeah, that that really is what gave you the chance. Yep. Uh, the fact that the Incubi were not in it uh, most of the game because they were tied up with those Terminators. I mean, I mean those two units were pretty good to to be, tie each other up. I think the the Obliterators were great. Uh, this game they mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of there was a lot of great things for the for the uh, Chaos Space Marines this game, but. It was just their um, impotent turn two charges that really. Yeah, I feel like if my warlord did a thing, uh-huh. uh, I'd feel a lot better about it. Yeah, but he didn't. Um, well, even the demon if... weapon was just busy talking to him, and he he got confused. He got very confused. he got very confused. But lore wise, they achieved exactly what they were supposed to do. They got some slaves, and they all died in the process. So yeah, the right. uh, the overlord of the fleet is perfectly fine. The terror clade, as I've been calling it, is uh, he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's fine yeah. with it. Oh yeah, sure. You throw a bunch of cultists at it, it's at a problem, and the problem is mostly solved it's mostly solved the only thing that, that would probably pain him is the fact that he loses five suits of terminator armor or six suits of terminator armor if you include the his lieutenant right no that's true but that's assuming that the drukari have any interest in that terminator armor yeah he can always come back they'll later. probably just leave they'll just with the bot with with, with the, it's with, too heavy yeah it's they, too they will force to relocate the uh the humans and uh mm. and then the the night lords can just come just by pick and up pick their up their stuff. armor yeah and then uh, scrap with the can for later. Yeah, I'm sure and it'll be fine. They'll they'll restock on cultists. There's enough um, forced relocation that yeah. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Well, that was a fun game, Dave. Thank was, you so it was much a very fun for game. coming all the way down and playing a game with me. I appreciate it. Uh, we should probably mention though that I ended the game with 75 points. Uh, yeah, and I, I think I you had... were at 90. I think. 90 something. I almost think 100. I had 95. Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost so maximum. you were very close to, uh, it was, it was a lot closer than it had any right to be after that disastrous turn two on my part. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, th- I think that I'm glad I'm, I think it, that means that I think the, the mission is pretty good. Yeah. I think I, I kind of like, I, I'm a little iffy on the fact that both of the mission objectives are objective scoring. Like, like you know the one the one objective where it's you score it at the end of the player turn and then also scoring at the end of the battle round it was it was all right it's fun uh i mean yeah. it's it's definitely a narrative it's a narrative mission right it's um them them running around and stuff like that um maybe instead of a scatter die cuz i'm sure i'm not sure if everybody owns one at, yet um for the first movement on the objective doing d6 away from the closest enemy unit in total right it would move them closer to the middle i think but not in a like it would force people to go to the middle rather than the objectives coming to them because um i had my master of possession he moved four inches the entire game yeah basically he moved out and then came back and he was four inches from his starting location at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. game i was also thinking what if the objectives moved at the end of every player turn after scoring but only move 1d6 
Mm, maybe. That might be a bit much. It's a lot to keep track of. Just like, right. oh, well, okay, I've done morale. Oh, yeah, we have to move the objectives. Right. Where I forgot to do morale at least once. Right. Um, But it's a... We'll have a... I mean, you'll have a finalized version. You There's a couple tweaks. But, I mean, also just a fun mission yeah it's just, just fun don't for a one-off just, just take it and thing, and yeah. you know oh also if i can say that people uh who might be upset at the fact that i've been pronouncing drazar drazer <laughs> i understand that it's not spelled that way it's just the way i've always pronounced it i am so sorry, <laughs> so sorry. well dave thanks so much for showing up and uh, everybody thanks for listening <laughs>